Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Andrea here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Tiger King episode. Oh, yeah. It'll fill up most of the time. I know we're kind of late to it. Everybody's still on the Tiger King oh, wave, yeah. so it's, we're yeah. good. It won't get old for another six months. Or Nope. You know. It's going to be relevant as long as we're in quarantine. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I have been in quarantine for going on 26 days now. Yeah, last time we started out like making jokes because we had we had recorded and then took like a week to edit and then upload. So within that week, that's when shit got crazy. So when it came out, <laughs> we were like. LOL Corona and now we're all in our house. We're like, oh my God, Corona. So we're on super lockdown because I cannot get the Rona. I have a um I have oh my god, I have a compromised immune system because I have multiple sclerosis and the medication that I take makes me more susceptible to getting sick. So we don't go anywhere. An outing for me is going to the mailbox across the street. Yeah. I am I am the Glenn in this Walking Dead reality. <laughs> it's a good thing Glenn is my favorite Walking Dead character. Yeah. They did my boy dirty, but so Clearly, everyone has seen Tiger King. And if you haven't seen Tiger King, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, because it's highly entertaining. And everyone should watch it. Halfway through, I was like, God, people that, that own big cats are weird. And then I'm like, holy shit, we're big cat people. We are. We, we are weird. We're the... <laughs> we are. We, no, we have a Maine Coon. I don't know if we ever said that. She's a big girl. She's a big, big goofy girl that's always wet for some fucking reason <laughs> so i was grooming herself but she has so much fur it doesn't really dry so she's always stinky <laughs> and slightly moist i hate <laughs> you're, gonna have, you're gonna get so much hate for saying the word moist oh i don't care <laughs> i don't think anybody's hating on the word moist right now You'd be People surprised. People got bigger problems. The Prime Minister of Canada is kind of getting some shit for saying moist. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck him. And fuck Carol Baskins. <laughs> lying ass bitch. <laughs> Hashtag Carol did it. So, that's what's up. What's going on with you guys? How are you spending your quarantine? Or as I call it, corona teen? Mm -hmm. Probably on TikTok, like us. Mm -hmm. Just TikTok all day, finding finding people's jokes. I can't stop. Yeah. I have a. Pro I need. I need a twelve step program. Some would say you're a TikTokaholic. I <laughs> <laughs> got him. Well, I have some goodies. I have a theme tonight, today, this afternoon, this morning, this evening, whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to us. It's the morning. It's a morning show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Welcome to PRBC with Andre and Taylor in the morning. 
coming at you. We are sponsored by no one. Max Bacon what? Chevrolet. <laughs> Thank you. Go get yourself a new Camaro. So tell them Taylor sent you. Ayo. This episode is going to be tiger and lion themed. Oh boy. In honor of my boy Joe Exotic. Who has Corona, sadly. I hope he's doing okay. Fucking hitman hiring. He is bonkers. Animal abusing. Fucking. Like, it's I'm like. I'm broke as shit. The whole, the whole, the whole, like, big cat community is very cultish, I think. Yeah, dude. Fucking homeboy with the, uh. Bhagavan, Bhagavan Ansel guy? or whatever, oh, Docky Ansel. He needs to get R. Kelly. Oh my God! Whoa, that was the craziest part to me. Yeah, he was ugh, really skeevy. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least Joe was classy. <coughs> at least. <laughs> uh, uh, my favorite quote. Sorry, I keep going off track, but my favorite quote is homeboy. <laughs> I think I can redo it. Hold on. Most people think tigers ate my legs, but I really lost my legs in a zip line in accident. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think what's his name with the long hair sitting in the lawn chair when they were talking about asking how many wives. Oh, he's th- great. He's like, I don't fucking care. I loved him. Yeah. He was my favorite. He's like. I found about this on Craigslist. I was like, fuck it. I ain't never done that shit before. <laughs> I was like, yes. You are the hero of the story. You know you know what I really liked about, I mean, aside from the fact that you literally did not have any downtime in this show. Like, every minute was like, holy shit, did that just happen? Did they just do that? Did they just say that? My favorite part is like, every single person that was shown on this show was just unapologetically themselves. They were 100% authentic and true to themselves. They weren't trying to be anything they weren't. They were just like, this is me. This is who I am. And fuck you if if you don't like it. Sure, I'll go gay for meth. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, I like that. I like people who aren't afraid to be themselves even if it means you've got like a really horribly bleached mullet and an eyebrow ring that there's how is it still there (laughs) you know (laughs) like it's hanging on for dear life i think it's popular because it's a story with no no antagonist you know people like that you know like game of thrones they're all antagonists (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Protagonist? There's no protag. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there's no good guys in this story. No, they all suck. They're all fucking batshit crazy. They're all. No, you know what? Some of the guys. The husbands. The husbands were. All of them. Broke in by meth. Oh, uh, Joe's husband? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad. Homeboy that shot himself for some fucking reason. And then. Travis. Oh. Carol Baskin's husband, <laughs> but he no, he wasn't a yeah. 
I don't know. So fucking crazy, dude. So do you want to get into some books? Yeah, dude. I have, I believe, I believe I have, let me see, seven books? Yes. I have seven books for you. And as I said previously, they are all tiger and lion themed. They're big cats. We got some big cats. They're all big cat shifters tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, whatever. This morning. And. Drunk in the morning. What's up? Don't matter. We're quarantined. (laughs) We don't have anywhere to go tomorrow. Book one is called The Tiger Next Door. And it is book two in the Green Valley Shifter series by Zoe Chant. What you got, Zoe Chant? Tiger Shifter and businessman Sean always wanted to spend more time with the the child. Frosted Flake representative. (laughs) Sean. With the child his ex-wife took away from him. But he wasn't expecting her to abandon five-year-old Trevor and force Sean to move to the tiny town of Green Valley. It's bad enough that Sean doesn't know the first thing about being a father. Now suddenly he's the father of an unpredictable shifter child. Hawk Shifter. <gasps> this girl has my name. And she's a hawk? Yeah. Mm. I didn't read. I just picked tiger books. I didn't read these. Hawk shifter and preschool teacher Andrea knows better than to fall for Trevor's father, no matter how good he looks with a colander on his head. But the electricity between them is impossible to resist. And when the lights in his house go out, the sparks that fly aren't only in the fuse box. Abandoned by his mother, all that Trevor has ever asked for is love and stability. And Sean is determined to give him that at any cost. Even if it means denying that the hot next-door neighbor is his destined mate. What's more stubborn, fate or a five-year-old? I go with five-year-old. Oh my gosh, yeah. Pretty fucking stubborn. Can we talk about a colander on his head? Yeah, that made me go, wait, what? Yeah. What scenario causes you to have a colander is he a pastafarian oh yeah i was gonna say that when you're attending sunday service at the church of the flying spaghetti monster mama mia mama mia that's a spicy a tiger shifter (laughs) (laughs) cool that that you know like someone's got my name though Mm -hmm. i'm calling her andrea because all other pronunciations are wrong sorry andrea Sorry, Andrea's, Andrea's. Andrea. Your name's wrong. Yep. Book number two is called Protected by the Soldier Tiger. And um, it's of the Shifter Nation Special Ops Shifters Dallas Force by Meg Ripley. I don't know which book. It is in this series. It doesn't tell me, but I mean. Probably book seven of 42. Well, it's got a lot of colons in the title. That's That means the author is smart. <laughs> There's been a shifter murder, and I've been assigned as the key witness's bodyguard. But that witness just so happens 
to be my ex-fiance. How the fuck does that happen? That's What do you mean? Whatever. They dated, they were engaged, and now they're not anymore. And then he just so happened to be a bodyguard that she... Well, he used of the Shifter Nation Special Ops Shifters Dallas Force. Okay. (laughs) I don't write these. Sorry. Go ahead. Sabrina is my mate. Or at least she was until I took off, leaving her with nothing but her wedding dress and a broken heart. Her future as a surgeon was bright. But being in the army really messed with my head, and I knew I'd only get in her way. I would have rather seen her hate me than be responsible for crushing her dreams. But the tiger within me knows that when I left her, I made the biggest mistake of my life. Now I'm being deployed on a mission to protect the prime witness of a shifter murder trial. But all the training in the world couldn't prepare me for this. Just my luck, that witness is Sabrina. It takes every ounce of willpower to keep my tiger's demands in check, and he knows fate has brought us together for a reason. But after everything I've put her through, will Sabrina give me a second chance? Either way, she's in danger. And the big cat inside me won't rest until she's safe. (laughs) I bet you I know who's responsible for this murder. Do you think Carol fucking Baskin's (laughs) lying ass bitch? (laughs) Book three. I'm hungry, dude. I want Taco Bell. Oh, I want some tacos. I want tacos. It's probably closed by now. Everything shuts down at like eight now. Yeah, I think it's state law. Probably. White people tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Book three is. C- <laughs> Book three is called Taken by the Tiger Lord. <laughs> <laughs> It is book two of the Space Shifter Chronicles. Whoa, tigers in space? <laughs> yes. Hell, yeah, dude. By Kara Lockhart. Lockhart. He loved, lied, then left me. Now I'm supposed to marry him? What the fuck? What the fuck? I was so naive. I actually believed him and thought, oh, it doesn't matter now. What does matter, Kai is a tiger lord, a shifter prince in command of one of the most ancient royal houses of tiger shifters in the universe. Whoa. That's a big big deal. (laughs) A fact he conveniently forgot to mention when he had been promising me forever. As well as the fact that if Kai marries me, he loses throne, lair, whatever it is that tiger shifters command. And now, habitat. <laughs> habitat. <laughs> and now, unknown to Kai, I've been caught and imprisoned in his family's ancestral castle by those seeking to usurp, 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 Us- usurp his leadership. That's not going to happen. I feel like that's how she talks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because before he gets back, I'm breaking out of this castle tonight. Kai once told me that I was his destiny. No more. I'm going to go and make my own fate. 
I might be stuck on the other side of the system in an unbreachable fortress with a bunch of tiger shifters, but they've never dealt with a librarian like me. (laughs) 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 I did not see that coming. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I want to read this. (laughs) This is ridiculous. There are so many titles in there. Tiger Lord Prince, Supreme Chancellor of the Galactic <laughs> Empire, and I'm a librarian. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Wow. And he promised her forever and dumped her. For Carol fucking badly. <laughs> That's two books in a row where they get they get left. These tigers are assholes, huh? Most tigers are. They'll just fucking eat your arm and then... Rip your arm off for no damn good mm-hmm. reason. Just because they're bored. Well, are you ready for book four? More cats. Hit them. Hit me. Book four is called Secret Baby Lion. <laughs> <laughs> A BBW lion shifter <laughs> romance. <laughs> Secret? Wait, what? Secret lion, <laughs> secret baby, baby lion. lion. <laughs> I don't know all the words to it. Um, this is book two of the Shift Your Fate series, and I swear to you, I just glanced at it and thought it said "shit your face," and I <laughs> I got kind of excited. I was like, "Yes, yes. German tigers." <laughs> <laughs> this book is by Kara Wild. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kara. Oh, she's wild. <laughs> Olivia Jensen has been running away from her past for too long. An incident she's trying to forget made her leave New York two years ago. She had no intention of coming back, but when her son's life seems to depend on her courage to return home, Liv will step on her pride, face her fears, and do everything to save him. Confused as to why her baby is acting strange, she ends up seeing Cassandra, an empath. After all, when all doctors fail, a mother will try anything. That's true. Mm, if you're is. a good mom. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like what Cassandra advises her, though. Okay. To find the father and tell him he has a son. Tristan Ward doesn't know what to think when Olivia, the woman he has been dreaming of all this time, knocks on his door. They only spent one night together, and then she was gone. Why is she back? What does she want from him? On second thought, none of it matters as long as she stays. He has a secret of his own, but telling her the truth would probably mean scaring her away for good. First, he needs to show her that she is his mate. And then he will tell her that he is a lion shifter. Unfortunately, Olivia and Tristan don't get much time to get to know each other and build up the courage to reveal their secrets. When a jealous witch tries to poison Liv and the Assassin's Guild kidnaps her son, they are forced to leave the past behind, forgive each other, and fight to bring their lion cub back home. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Secret Baby Lion is the second book in the Shift Your Fate series of standalone novels. What you then should... it's not in a series if it's not a... S- no, it's... If it's, it's a, a standalone. No, it's a series. A series of standalone novels? Yeah. That makes no goddamn sense. They're all over the place. 
You can read the books in any order. That's what it means to be a standalone. Like, you don't have to read them from book one. Then it's not a series. Yes, it is. A series is like, you know. Well, like, the characters can intertwine, but the stories aren't. Okay. Anyway. Okay. It is lions, dude. None of this makes sense. I think you're lying to me right (laughs) now. Secret Baby Lion is the second book in the Shift Your Fate, Shit Your Face (laughs) series of standalone novels. What you should expect. Hot, steamy scenes, growly alpha males, beautiful, curvy heroines. Babies. And well-deserved happily ever afters. These books are intended for readers 18 and over. Not babies. No babies. No no baby lion cubs. What a fucking nightmare. What if you think, like, if you had a baby that just randomly turned into a fucking lion cub every now and then? I would love it. That would be adorable. It'd be like the best of both worlds. You have a kid and a pet. Unless it's, like, a dangerous lion cub. Like, it would fucking... You just train it. Fucking bite your fingers off? Nah. I'm sorry, Bob. The pinky's delicious. <laughs> you ready for book number five? Yep. Book number five is called Fierce Wanderer. And it is. It's book one in the Fierce Mates Sierra Pride series. Fleeing a dangerous ex, she doesn't expect to run straight into the arms of someone who should be far, far scarier. Osama bin Laden? Are you trembling in your britches? Hera Watterson's flight from her small town into the Sierras hasn't gone unnoticed. The guys after her really want the evidence she's trying to bring to Reno. Fleeing isn't easy when her ex-fiancé is a drug dealer. And the chief of police. It's even harder when her car breaks down and a super hot guy with strange eyes starts getting into her business. Radiator overheating? Sure. But that doesn't have anything to do with the molten feeling spreading through her core. Oh boy. Whoa. That's vagina. (laughs) Shapeshifter Blake Fournier. Fournier? Fournier. French bitch has been wandering around the wilderness for months often coming back to stay at his family's ranch for just a couple of days before heading out again his inner mountain lion is bored and listless tired of the routine of hunts fights and one night stands his first impression of the woman stuck on the side of the road she's absolutely gorgeous second impression completely paranoid But once he gets to know her, his lion only wants to wander into one last place. Do you know where that place is? Her den. Her heart. You were close. This sexy shapeshifter novelette includes a happily ever after as well as explicit love scenes and naughty language. It's intended for adults. Oh, good. Yeah. Sorry, kids. That lion's hurt fucking scary you heard the story about the mountain lion that killed the jogger yeah a few years ago mm-hmm. holy shit 
I know. Wouldn't that fucking be crazy? Just like doing your thing, jogging, and then just, hey, surprise attack, motherfucker, a mountain lion, eat your face. You know how I know I will never be attacked by an outdoor animal? Because you don't really go outside. Exactly. I'm an indoor person. Mm. So We're both indoor kids. I <laughs> I'm definitely an indoor kid. There's literally no chance of me being attacked by a bear or a mountain lion or any other creature that lives outside. Honey badger. Honey badger. Hippo walking backwards. Oh, definitely. Wombats. I'm kind of an outdoor kid. I mean, I, I like, like I like, you know. Hey, I bought a I finally got a riding lawnmower <laughs> for the f- for the farm. Yep, you sure finally did. got to do our yard. Mm-hmm. And man, it was fun as shit. Can't wait for Saturday. I'm gonna do it again. You looked really, really cute riding your lawnmower, drinking your beer with your yeah. sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Book six or face. Whoa, that's, that's Spanish. I know. Chat there, Miss Bilingual. Yup. I made an A in high school Spanish. Thank you very much. Donde esta la alpha cowboy werewolf? <laughs> Book six That'd is called. L, L cow- no, never. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Book six is called Chasing Her Lion. And it is book six in the Big Bad Bunnies series by Golden Angel. <laughs> hey, Golden Angel. <laughs> I don't know. I think that has to be her real name. I think it's because who the fuck would pick Golden Angel as her surname? I th- or his. I think it's a nom de plume. <laughs> Sometimes all a lion shifter wants is a snuggly bunny to cuddle. And Kaysom has been stalking his very kissable prey with the patience of a true hunter. But as the perfect moment to pounce arrives, life throws some obstacles in Kaysom's path, and his hopes for something more with a certain some bunny are dashed, quite possibly, forever. This is weird. Go on. The last of her siblings to find a partner, Bunny Shifter Bailey Bunsen, has been waiting for her fated mate. But when her dream of predestined love is ripped from her grasp, Bailey fears she'll never know her own happily ever after. That is, until she realizes the unassuming Lion Shifter who's been by her side might not be her fated mate, but is everything she's ever wanted. Will it be too late for Bailey and Kasem? What do you think about lions and bunnies doing it? It's blowing my mind right How now. How does that I have happen? No response. Like. Okay. I feel like their parts don't. I feel like they don't mesh well. Yeah. But they probably do it in human form. Probably. But wouldn't a cat. Especially a big cat. Want to eat a bunny? Yes. Right. Hmm. I feel like we're we're getting into that like cannibalism. No, like you know, fuck. I don't know. 
I don't know. Just like twist it, getting get like it's getting it twisted between like you know hunter versus prey. Yeah. W- like we're crossing a line in, here. Intertwine that with like you know uh, um, shifters. You know, man going. You know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wanting a woman in the right. same way that a, a a predator wants a like wants prey. Yeah. Yeah. Did, ever, weird. did yeah. I ever tell you the story about the time one of my cats, when I was a kid, killed a bunny? No shit. It was awful. I can still, to this day, and I was probably... Like, did you see it kill a bunny? No, but I heard it. Oh, okay. I was probably maybe 12, so it's been... 20 plus years mm-hmm. and ugh, like the sound that that dying bunny made is haunting I bet. and my mom had to go out and take care of it mm-hmm. while the three of us kids were <laughs> losing like, our shit <laughs> it must have been traumatizing. I mean, you know how dramatic I am, and you know how dramatic my sister is, and we were just a mess, and my brother was also a mess. Was it what? Was it a wild bunny or like? Yeah, it was just a. No, we've never had pet bunnies. No. You don't want a pet bunny. Bunnies are evil. <laughs> but it was we. You know where I grew up, the house I grew up in, we had woods all around us, mm. so it was a woodland bunny. That one of our cats, because we, we had a million cats at one point, because I had a cat who kept getting pregnant. And what a slut! She was a slut. She, <laughs> she, she had like seven hundred babies, and one of these cats killed a bunny, and it was a baby bunny. It made it even worse, and it's just this high pitch scream. That will haunt your nightmares. That cat's name? Carol fucking Baskins. (laughs) All I can can think of um, to relate is that I saw a goat give birth when I was like 10. No. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Came out of the big sack. And then it came out of the, <laughs> s- the big sack. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then the mom goat ate the placenta. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Smelt horrible. That's gross. And you know what that cat's name was that ate the bunny? Hmm. Sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> it was precious. It was my cat. <laughs> <laughs> she was mine, and she ate that bunny. Her His name, name was, was Pacifist. <laughs> Her name was Sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want you want book seven? Yeah, let's fucking moving top on. This bitch off. <laughs> so book seven is called book seven is called Dark and Forbidden: Luca's Secret Baby. A sports paranormal romance series. Oh, Ho- that's new. Hockey playing lion shift. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey playing lion shifter dads. Book one. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> A 
as a girl from <laughs> as a girl from the wrong side of the tracks and the wrong lion pride, I'm used to scraping by. It's hard enough looking after my brother who's going nowhere, and my dad who started drinking when my mom died hasn't stopped. But <laughs> dark. Being, I know. Dark hockey hockey hosers. <laughs> but being under the thumb of Blake, a brutal alpha who won't leave me alone, doesn't make it any easier. When I share one night with Luca, the captain of St. Dominic's hockey team, the Cougars, and an alpha of a bride that has feuded with mine for generations, I think that's all it is, one night. Luca is kind, strong, and beautiful. He's also way too good for me. One night, that's it. But then I get pregnant. It only takes one time to get pregnant. God. If I seek asylum with Luca's pride, I can leave my sad, hard life behind and Blake won't be able to say anything about it. It's the perfect solution to all my problems. Except that Luca isn't the father. Blake is. Bum, bum, bum. There's only one problem. What a slut. She's not is a slut. She is not a slut. Women who have multiple sex partners are not sluts. If men can do it, women can right. as well. I'm sorry. Shut. For sh- shut. Shut up. Shut That's what you're trying to say. Shut up, self. Shut slamming. <laughs> shut slamming. Yep. One lie and my life is fixed. No one will ever know, right? She should get fixed. Oh. Warning. For mature audiences only. This is a standalone with a happily ever after ending. Hope so. All of these books have happily ever afters. Mm. That's the point. Because the Cougars win the World Cup. (laughs) I mean the Stanley Cup. Good. Good job. Go sports. Win the points. Go kickerball teams. (laughs) So those are all of my big cat themed books I chose for you. Dear listener, almost a dear reader, that wasn't right. What do you think? You think you want to read any of these? No, not really. <laughs> um, maybe the space one, of course. Yeah, I mean, you like space. Mm-hmm. You're but a big old nerd. That one was ridiculous, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. Well, we've got tons of time on our hands, so when we're not homeschooling, let me tell you something. I am not cut out for this, what are they calling it, distance learning. I am not cut out for this. And when I went to college, my major was elementary education. I very quickly realized I was not suited for that profession and I am not suited for teaching these these children that we have especially our children yeah because they're like us they're fucking insane yeah they don't respond well to authority no so they're just kind of like ah whatever I'll just fucking do the opposite of what I just fucking told you to do I love them so much though they're amazing kids they're super yeah. smart. But like I don't know these methods that that they're learning, especially as far as math goes. And so I'm trying to help 
one kid with math because the other one has surpassed me as far as skill goes. My strengths. Uh, it's not hard to do. Yeah. Well, my strengths don't lie in math. I have other strengths and talents. Oh, yeah. Who needs do. math when you're pretty? Ooh. <laughs> Shut Ooh. up. <laughs> but, like, my, you know, our kids are going to go back to school carrying the one. And then they're going to have to learn all this math that they are learning all over again. And I'm trying really hard. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm like floating on the surface. I've got my head above water or whatever. What? Pick a metaphor and that's me. Uh, okay. I'm I'm sinking, not swimming. I can't even, I can't even get up in time to wake them up to start class. I mean... We run the school the way we should, run, <laughs> which is like, eh, we just leave till fucking eight thirty, we'll get this shit done. Who else is having trouble right now? You know, I think everybody is. Everyone I think is. everybody is stressed the fuck out. Yeah, everyone is worried about whatever. Yeah, I mean, how you pay your bills if you're not able to work and. You know, I really have a lot of respect for the people who are home having to work at home. And then on top of working from home, they're having to do this homeschool homeschool with their kids because both have to happen at the same time. And then also, you know, the single parents who have to work, they have to leave to work and their kids can't, their kids have to be home or... Both parents who have to work or, you know, all of the different situations. I have a lot of respect for people who are trying to make it work during this time. I'm very fortunate that um, I can be home. And my only, you know, real job slash responsibility is making sure our children do their schoolwork every day. Aside from my normal household duties, I don't have a job that requires my time in addition to children who also require my time and i don't know how i would survive that yeah it's probably pretty pretty stressful yeah i have friends who are just like holy fuck what do i do and i couldn't do it how are you guys holding up you guys making it you trying trolls comes out tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) that's good good news (laughs) Just put trolls on and just walk away. Sneak into the closet with a bottle of wine, a bottle of Tito's, a case of beer, whatever your poison I is. I saw a thing that was like, uh, uh, like if you got two kids, like make them hold a $5 bill against the wall with their forehead. And if like the first one that drops it, the other kid gets all the money. Oh my God, no! So it's like <laughs> this will keep your kids busy for a while. While you get <laughs> <some> quiet, <laughs> our kids would be like, "Fuck it," and then still keep the five dollars. Yeah. We're like, "I'm tired of this," and we would just be like, "Fine, whatever, just take it and go." Oh, by the way, I I have a new bit. Oh, this is episode ten, and I know this is, is episode ten. No, dude, it's eleven. This is episode eleven. Oh, cool. Well, this is eleven, so it's our eleventh. So we need to do. 
new stuff, right? Okay. We need to keep it fresh and I don't know, try new things. So sure. I'm bringing you the news. Oh. I'm just going to fucking read off the cuff whatever the fuck is on the front page of Reddit and try oh to God. make you laugh with it. Let's see. Oh. Okay. What we got here? Oh, this is good. At the top, ask Reddit, what celebrities have you encountered that were either really nice or really horrible? Let's see. Whoa, I served Daniel Radcliffe his dessert at an event and tipped and spilled some of it on him, probably due to seeing that I was serving Daniel Radcliffe. And he stood up and started apologizing profusely to me. It was very sweet and asking if I was okay. Okay. That didn't go the way I thought it'd go. No. It didn't. I'm not laughing at all. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Met Dave Chappelle a few years back. Long story short, a friend of a friend got me and two friends into an after party. We were sitting at the bar when his manager offered us some shots. We talked with his manager for a while. Then Dave sat down near us. Dave was kind of sitting by himself and he looks over at us and goes, What's going on, fellas? And we talked to him for about an hour. We thanked him for coming to our town. Talked about music, sports, and all kind of stuff. Super cool dude. What am I? These are supposed to be bad stories. I'm not amused, but I appreciate the effort. All right. That's a bunch of crap. All right. What else we got, Reddit? Well, here's some good news. China declares dogs are companions and should not be eaten, oh. signaling possible end to brutal meat trade. Holy shit. Good job. I'm glad this whole corona thing is really making China like, you know, they're like the... Uh, not be gross? Yeah, they're like the... Uh, uh, they're like the hillbilly cousin that comes to the reunion and you're like, oh my God, they're here. They're like the bully that just... S- starts to be nice to everyone out of the blue <laughs> like they used to be a dick to everyone and then they're just like oh, you know, fuck. i saw uh jesus christ superstar <laughs> last weekend and now i just really want to be a good person to everybody <laughs> and china's like yeah we're gonna stop fucking eating dogs and bats and spreading disease oh and my fucking God. running people over so did you know that if you go to china and you rent a car the insurance you get covers you for killing up to three people. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Where did you see this? There's so many people in China and their traffic's so crazy. Um, a lot of people died of like um, vehicle accidents. And but shit. where did you see this? Uh, did you see this I on Reddit? A, I have a source. No, I have a source. This is crazy. What else you got? Have you ever met a celebrity? Yes. Who did you meet? I met Scotty from Scar- Star <laughs> Trek. <laughs> um, when I was like 15 or 16. Yeah. Uh, we had Smash Mouth come to the town that I was born. Did you meet Smash Mouth? I met Smash Mouth. No dude. way. Yeah. Fucking somebody. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. So I, um, the lead singer guy, he's total fucking Smash asshole. Mouth. That's yeah. his name, right? Smash no, Mouth. Not. I know. Uh, he's an asshole. 
he was very much like he gives that vibe but the guitar player like sat down and talked to me like we talked about music and stuff it was pretty cool so that's my one like i got to talk to a celebrity yeah kind of story uh i think that's it i met um jerry rice when i was about 10 cool at a um celebrity basketball game in mobile when we lived there Mm -hmm. and like they had football players and all kinds of people and so i met him and i didn't know who he was because you know i was 10 and he didn't play for the saints so i didn't know who he was but then i got to meet the ultimate 90s girl um crush back in two was it 2006 2000 about 2006 dennis franz jared leto aka jordan catalano and he touched me he touched me and i touched him we we wrapped our arms around each other and took a photo together and he had glorious eyeliner and awesome hair that was after a show Yes, I want to see him and the rest of the people in his band. Jared Leto in the 30 seconds. (laughs) Yep, I did. I saw him. I was like, oh my God, Jordan Catalano. That's dope. Yeah. So, be jealous. That's about it. Scientists discovered a 41 to 52,000-year-old cord made from three twisted bundles that was used by Neanderthals. It's the oldest evidence of fiber technology and implies that Neanderthals enjoyed a complex material culture and had a basic understanding of math. Nice. So, basically what you're saying is Neanderthals were better at math than I am. Yep. Great. Yep. Really boosts my self-esteem. Ooh, no, two plus two <laughs> equals rock. Well. I what else we got to talk about? That was, oh, that was our, that was the new segment. Great. News from Reddit. Basically now we're like every like BuzzFeed and e-bombs world you know e-bombs world still exists nope they do they do they post articles and guess what their articles are things that they steal from reddit so now everything really comes from reddit now we're like e-bombs world and buzzfeed stealing things from reddit we're there (laughs) well i hope you guys enjoyed this episode episode 10 and a half episode 11 11 of Paranormal <laughs> Romance Book Club. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this lovely, lovely April day in 2020, a.k.a. Hell on Earth. Mm-hmm. Season yeah. 23 of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And uh, we're going to see you guys next time. We've got nothing to do, so we're just we're just going to be here. Mm-hmm. recording and being weird and awkward and 
probably thinking we're funnier than we actually are. And we hope you join us. We do think we're funny. Wait. Yep. Yep. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.